welcome back. With all that's happening in the world today, from tragedies to travesties of oppression and violence, we might think, why is any of this happening? What's the purpose behind it? Why should blood be shed and harm be done? Isn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the all-just, the all-seeing and hearing? Isn't he Allah who can say, be and it'll be? Can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stop all of this and allow us to live in peace and harmony? And if those are thoughts that are ruminating in your head these days, I want you to pay attention because you are not alone. I remember feeling immense despair when I lost my brother back in 2017 and he was only in his mid-30s. I felt deep pain that I've never experienced in my life before. And six years later, I am so grateful that I went through that experience because it truly shaped who I am today. Here's my rule of thumb. When life throws us trials and we lose our compass, we start over and we go back to the basics and here is a series of questions that I like to ask. Why was I even created and brought to planet Earth? According to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, he tells us that we are here to worship him by following his commandments, staying away from his prohibitions, and never partaking in shirk from birth until death. But what does calamities have to do with this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, he created death and life to test you as to which of you is best in deeds. And he teaches us this in Surah Al-Mulk. Where he says, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْغَفُورُ So now we've established that life and death was created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us a time span to see which of us will worship him best. Ahsana is the word that's used here and it comes from the word ihsan which is excellence. And according to the Prophet wasallam, he teaches us that Ihsan has two categories. To worship Allah as if you can see him, and this is the highest form of worship and devotion, and God consciousness, whereas the second one is equally high in status, and it is to worship Allah as if he can see us. By now, we have a clear understanding that worshiping Allah in this world will be through a series of trials, but here is where things get a little tricky. You see, as human beings, we assume that trials and tests are only in a form of calamities, like only when things go wrong or bad, that's when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us, right? Actually, that's wrong. Allah is always testing us. That's our default, and that is in accordance to what he taught us in the verse we just read. He is testing us in the good and the bad with ease and hardship. The test is always there. It's just packaged differently. And it's only those who have a certain level of awareness see it. Every single Jumu'ah, we read Surah Al-Kahf. And we read about the story of the man with the gardens. And we learn that his test was in abundance. And when he failed to acknowledge it, Allah took it away. So now we've established that we were created to worship. And worship is done through a series of trials. And the trials will be packaged differently and it's all up to our own perception to make meaning of it. Now, once we've made meaning of it, what does it warrant? Well, it warrants repentance. So as believers, we're constantly in a state of repentance, even when things are going well, because then our test is our level of gratitude that is rooted in worship and we always fall short on this. We learned this from the beautiful story of Dawood and Sulaiman alayhim as 
when they both perceive knowledge as a blessing and they thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. In Surah An-Naml, Allah tells us, and we had certainly given to Dawood and Sulaiman knowledge, and they said, Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah who has favored us over many of his servants. However, when our test is in a form of a calamity or a tragedy, we are also in a state of repentance for transgressing upon ourselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, in Surah Fatir, وَلَوْ يُؤَاخِذُ اللَّهُ النَّاسَ بِمَا كَسَبُوا مَا تَرَكَ عَلَى ظَهْرِهَا مِنْ And if we were to punish mankind according to what they deserve, he would not leave on the back of the earth a single living creature, but he gives respite for a stated term. And when that term expires, Verily, Allah has in his sight all of his servants. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us here that all good only comes from him and all bad either comes from shaitan or ourselves. The reality is any time a tragedy or a calamity happens and we perceive it as a result of our own wrongdoing and our own shortcoming, it allows us to open up our minds and to act in accordance to how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to, because then our perception of the tragedy changes. We then see it either as a warning or an opportunity, a warning for our sins and an opportunity to gain massive rewards for being patient. You see, patience isn't suppression though, it is endurance. It's like enduring the pain of a needle, knowing that it'll soon end and the reward is that you'll feel better soon. If there's one thing that I would love for you to take away today, is to always remember that we're constantly being tested. Never for a second assume that we're not. For this reason, our constant go-to action is to always repent for the tests that we pass or the ones we fail, and to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept the good and forgive the bad. With that being said, I know this has been a very heavy week for a lot of us and I wanted us to take comfort in this beautiful hadith Qudsi that was narrated by Abu Dhar where the Prophet ﷺ said that Allah said, O my servants, I have forbidden oppression for myself and I have made it forbidden amongst you. So do not oppress one another. O my servants, all of you are astray except those whom I have guided. So seek guidance from me and I shall guide you. O oh, my servants, all of you are hungry except those whom I have fed. So seek food from me and I shall feed you. O oh, my servants, all of you are naked except those whom I clothed. So seek clothing from me and I shall clothe you. O oh, my servants, you commit sins by day and by night and I forgive all sins. So seek forgiveness from me and I shall forgive you. O oh, my servants, you will not attain harming me so as to harm me and you will not attain benefiting me so as to benefit me. O my servants, if the first of you and the last of you and the human of you and the jinn of you were all as pious as the most pious heart of any individual amongst you, then this would not increase my kingdom in Ayura. O my servants, if the first of you and the last of you and the human of you and the jinn of you were all as wicked as the most wicked heart of any individual amongst you, then this would not decrease my kingdom in Ayura. O my servants, if the first of you and the last of you and the human of you and the jinn of you were all to stand together in one place and ask me, and I were to give everyone what he requested, then that would not decrease what I possess except what is decreased of the ocean when a needle is dipped into it. O oh, my servant, 
it is but your deeds that I account for you, and then recompensate for you. So he who finds good, let him praise Allah, and he who finds other than that, let him blame no one but himself. Jazakumullah khairan for joining me today. Please take a few moments to make dua for our brothers and sisters on this blessed Jum'ah, and I can't wait to meet you back here, same place, same time. Until then, take care. Assalamu alaikum.